Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 159 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. We, we finally made it through. That was like three false starts in a row. Yeah. And I have to laugh because we've been doing this. I think you came in. I like to go back and say like episode 35 and we are in episode 159. And still, every single time I play the intro music, which is li- our mics are both live, which I guess sometimes I've done it where it isn't that way. But with that happening, you, Ben's got his keys on the table. Then he remembers, man, I shouldn't have put my keys on the table. Or he's opening a beer with the keys jingling. It's like, can you wait <laughs> the 47 seconds for the intro to play? And then you're free to do move about the cabin. Well, well I think my, my thinking is that, like, who cares if I go over a little bit of the music? Maybe it'll maybe the music will disguise my ancillary sounds. But if we're talking, then you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it, like. Yeah, but the whole Mid conversation me jingling the keys is a lot better than over op Ivy. How many or how many shows worse. have you ever TV movie uh, radio show have you ever heard when the theme music comes on the guys talking or preparing in the background? The whole point is it's like a bumper. <laughs> yeah. Does that am I am I on yeah, my own I just, on this? In, in the back of my head I'm going I can sneak this. But you can't this, I can never sneak this key jingle or this it's, fart. It's usually a beer that you're opening <laughs> and you're you mean, and every time you're you're um, your beer opener is attached to your keys, so these are, I got to get a new beer opener, and these are really good mics. Those are the two takeaways. So, still in the garage, but we upgraded back to the computer and the two microphones rather than the uh, MP3 recorder. Go ahead, dude. Put your beer down as hard as you want. I don't even care anymore. I did. The other thing I was going to say is, I used to in the last couple episodes, I've really not edited much. I think I put a couple of like cash cash register sounds in the last one, but be, beside that. I didn't really edit it at all, so that took like no time to turn around. I just put it out, it's and raw, that's what's going to happen dog, pretty much. You know, unless there's some major reason where I needed a sound effect or a bumper or something in there, I'm not going to not going to bother with it anymore. And you can go ahead and clink bottles and do whatever it is that you do, mm-hmm. and I ain't, I'm not, I'm not messing now? with it. Why the change of heart? Because. I feel like we get the same amount of listens regardless of the production quality. And I think people appreciate the production quality, but I don't know that it's missed when it's not there, yeah. if that makes sense. Like yeah. we, the cool bumpers, like the news bumper and the uh, Benovations bumper, that'll still be there because I can do that in real time. Yeah. I don't do that in post anyway. So beside the uh, you know clipping out the coughs and the snorts and, and all that kind of stuff, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to let it be, whatever. They're going to be like, all of a sudden, Ben sniffs and makes weird mouth and sounds <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no, nothing's worse than mouth sounds, dude. It's so bad. You yeah. listen to like an audio book or a podcast and you just hear like, like that just like opening like you hear like saliva and gross stuff and people's like i will stop listening to stuff i'll just be like i'm done and no matter what the content is i can't handle it i tried to do joey diaz's podcast several times and if you're a uh, podcast fan everybody all these comedians like you know everybody talks about joey diaz joey diaz is on everybody's podcast and he has a weird like a wheezy in breath (laughs) if that makes sense to you yeah like it 
when he goes before he starts speaking and he breathes in, you can hear like a smoker's or some sort of a like a, a very mucusy breath. It's very it's very disturbing to me, and it just throws me out of the podcast. That's so off-putting. I couldn't do it. I don't care what kind of content he has. I, I cannot do it. And he's got some great stories, but it's always present. I just thought of my worst nightmare. I just thought of, like, finally getting to meet Cheryl Scott, and then she's talking like there's Laffy Taffy stuck to her teeth the whole time. I'd just be like, oh, I'm so conflicted. I mean, Maria Menounos does that laugh. That's fine. I can. Well, yeah, that's bad. But I'm not funny, so it wouldn't. It'd be fine. She, she would. <laughs> she would not laugh so often. It would barely come off. You're like oddly in our relationship. It must be a put on because I've never. I've never actually got her to that point where she's. I've never heard her make that sound. You guys keep talking about. <laughs> so what are you guys talking about? Hopefully, within the next week, we move into the house. But it's actually the garage is heated, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, not heated as warm as the house, but you know, is it really to between? It's heated in here, or yeah. do you mean just because it's out of the elements? Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. And it has, it has insulation. So not heated, but indoors. Yeah, I don't have like, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a return in here, if that's what you're asking. You're I mean heated me. because yeah. if I open the door that goes from the garage to the house, some heat pours in. Yeah. And fine. Put on a you're, you're now five feet from the beer fridge. Like you don't even really technically a, have to get out of your seat. I Maybe you might have to rub your elbow and stretch a little bit, but you could probably get to it. Insert a lot more weird noises in the podcast like you were just talking about. Cause now I, before it was, it was out of sight, out of mind. Now I'll just walk right to it. But so, anyways, yeah, you're in your new digs, and uh, we're you're slowly getting podcast ready. I just had I just had this thought when I used your uh, one of your 13 bathrooms in your a palatial estate. I, I was I was peeing in your bathroom, right? And and your son was in the adjacent room, but not real close. And all of a sudden, I had this like self conscious thought, like, am I peeing super loud? And then I thought, why am I thinking that? And I wanted to see if if other people. Well, no, because no one's ever going to do this because no one ever had my weird dad. But we grew up with a lot of we grew up with a lot of uh, shaming, like I said, and a lot of like religious overtones. That people always go like, you need "Yet to- you all peed over the top instead of through the hole." But go on. Mm, oh, dude, they cover that in Curb, by the way. Oh, they do. Oh, oh in Curb enthusiasm. I yeah, and I haven't seen the last two. So. Oh yeah, he they have, right. they have a pull pull. Well, anyways, um, so I had this thing where like. With as far as like discipline, and it was never like, oh, your dad's gonna whoop you when you get home. Uh, not saying that's right or wrong, but we never did. It was always about like shame, like you don't want to make, you don't want to let people down, you don't want to be bad. Mm-hmm. And I, well, the reason I'm doing all this setup is because I was peeing, and I was like, oh man, this is making a lot of noise. We used to have a bathroom that was really close to the dining room, and if you had to get up to use the bathroom, we only had one. And if you had to get up to use the bathroom while someone was while the dinner was going on, you had to. As precisely as you could. I mean, I can pee through a Cheerio if needed. Like, you had to try to hit the linoleum. Porcelain. Above. I'm sorry, porcelain. I'm like, if you're peeing on the floor, that might be an issue. (laughs) You had to pee on the sink from standing in the tub. You had to make it arc just just so. Yes, you had to hit the porcelain above the water. Yeah, because if you you go above, it's a disaster. You hit the seat and it's everywhere. And if you go lower... Two seconds into my dad would be like, "Geez, what is that? What is that? A horse in there? What? Aim for the aim for the noyum." It's another thing women don't have to worry about because they're sitting down and it takes the sound out if your yeah. legs, butt, and everything is covering the hole. Right? Yeah. It's like when you have the uh, garden nozzle. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have the nozzle on your hose. Uh, the, when guys do it, it's like that. You know that that stream that will take paint off things. Well, healthy guys, girls, you, you tw- healthy guys, yeah. You, you twist the nozzle and it fans out, so you can get all your flower garden at once. That's how they do. It, so they don't have to worry about the noise as much. Well, but but I just was like, I was thinking, I go, what kind? Of, I would never do that to my kid. I would never be like, and it's just hindsight, you know. But I would never be like, hey, you're peeing too loudly. Knock it off. Uh, 
you know, <laughs> what's the next step? Going to hell? I think it's funny that you bring this up and you're like, well, no one else would think about this. I actually wrote down some ideas that I had on, like, paper paper today yeah. rather than in my phone because I hate having to go through my phone, keep my phone charged while we're doing the podcast. Mm. So I actually wrote down on paper. Mm. And it, I actually, one of the thoughts that I had, so me and my wife now have a bathroom with his and her sinks, a shower, um, like a badass rock shower with like a yeah. rock wall. And, like, it is awesome. and then a hopper separate from that, but it's all in the same room. So you have a toilet with a door. You right? said a hopper? Yeah, we call it, like in construction. When I used to work construction, we called it the hopper. I don't know why. That's a toilet? Yeah. Oh. But, but this, so this is just a, a, a toilet bath. It's just a toilet closet, water closet or whatever, right? And then right outside of that is a his and her sink, and then there's a door to that whole room. So the idea is, is that one person can be using the toilet while the other person is showering and or putting on their makeup, brushing their teeth, without having to look at the person using so the toilet. Eye, eye contact is what's being avoided. But the problem is, in this new house, the, the exhaust fans are quiet Mm-mm. in order to not be disruptive. And they, they supposedly suck out the exhaust. Like the shower fan, you'll come out, it'll be super steamy in the shower, but there'll be no steam because they, they're working great. The fart fans are really good. But So I, my question is this. In the old days, it seemed like the exhaust fan had two purposes. One was to take the smell out, take the exhaust out. Sort take of. The, it didn't really, but yeah. <laughs> the, but mostly its purpose was to cover up the loud fart that precedes it was for the pooping, noise. right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if your wife's in there putting makeup on and you're in there trying to take a dump, it's not going to – it's just – it's not good. No. Flip that situation around, it's even worse because yeah. you just don't come back from like that. Like she's putting makeup on the toilet and you're pooping at the sink? Is that what you're – yeah, No. There. Oh, okay. no. No, well, but, uh, okay, but, but then, then plan B. I was talking to my coworker today, and I'm like, hey, you know, if you were in the bathroom, like, brushing your teeth, and, and your wife was in the, the toilet part, and she just was tearing it up, would you would you look at her differently? He's like, no, I mean, it's it's, it's a human. I go, you're lying. It's a human lying. thing, but yeah. there's a lot of human things I don't need to, like, like, I don't like the door open at all when that, I mean, we have a small bathroom. Yeah. But if you walk by and the door is open, all my kids, you know, my wife, everybody, and I'm like, shut the door, just... I remember when we first started the podcast, probably within your first 10 episodes, you were talking about how, like, your wife would tell you to take your son in the bathroom while you're going to the bathroom, one or two. Oh, my God. That was so long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she's like, so he could see see how you do it. And it's like, well, I mean, I think I could just explain it to him. I I don't know that he needs to be in here while I'm I'm duking. No, he needs needs first uh, person view. (laughs) It's the craziest thought ever. (laughs) Yeah, ever. Like, think back on that now. And you're just like... Why? Why is that necessary? Like he would. Fi- he's going to figure it out. Be like this. He'd be like, hey, you know what always happens anyway, regardless of anyone that you've seen do it. We'll do that, but just sit here while you do it. Like there doesn't. It's no. your animal instinct to do that. Standing up to pee, I could see, but yeah. but and and then I saw that now they're making a. I don't know if it's now, but I just saw it advertised. It's a suction cup urinal that sticks to your drywall, but it's like it's plastic. It doesn't have plumbing, and then you just dump it out. So you teach nah, your boy, and, and and my thought to myself is, you, there's really no hurry to do the stand up and pee at all ever, and, unless like you're in a crowded bathroom and you're like you don't want your you have to wait for the toilet like at a sporting event or whatever, and you want your kid to pee in the urinal. Mm. The bottom line is for a little boy, he you don't need to rush that because it's messy. It's just gonna he's gonna make a mess. I'm sure, my kid stood up like as, as long as I can remember. It was yeah. always yeah, and you know, urinal. I'm just like aim, aim for these. It wasn't you know. a problem for your kid. He had both pants and underwear all the way down to his ankles, so there mm-hmm. was you know free 
Mm-hmm. Free just reign. Let it go. Aim for the Cheerios <laughs> in the toilet. No problem. But yeah, I just thought it was really weird that I, I was. I didn't know if that was like a. Do a lot of parents do weigh in on how loud the peeing is that's going on? I, that's that's a, like it's got to be a guy thing. I mean, because I would. I would definitely. Now you remember in my old house, our family room where everybody would, you know, at, we would have family parties. Yeah. We had a bathroom upstairs that was like the family bathroom where we, you know, me, my wife, and my kids go. But then when people we entertained, yeah. people had so you would literally be sitting on the couch watching TV and five feet away, you might have to take a dump and you come out and the whole party's literally right there. That's, it's that's horrible yeah, setup. You can't do that. Horrible setup. Yeah, I don't even think like during a podcast I would use it or no. afterwards because that's just no good. But I don't know. I don't know if it was like some. Yeah, I think about it all the time. Some weird. Uh... I would probably say something to my son. Or my my kids like jokingly, but like you're saying, like yeah, even if your dad was joking, you remember it. <laughs> like, he was sort of joking, but not. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll put a ha ha at the end of it, but just just so it take a little bit of the sting out of it. It's just it's a weird thing. Who else? Like what? I don't understand. Like the emphasis. Be like, hey, you know what? Uh, put a bathroom in the basement then. Figure it out. Some you know, like it. What the sump hole? Well, maybe that's where I got my love of being in the sink from. I'm like, you know what? This is way quieter. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, you run the faucet yeah, on top of run it. Run the faucet. Just be right there. Don't I mean, it. think about it. When If, if you go – I don't know why we always get back to this, but if you're going somewhere uh, like that situation, it's not your house, you may turn on the faucets and do a courtesy flush for that first couple of seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? To, to, oh, yeah. And it's got to be – but the thing is, is you taught your son by watching you go to the bathroom, how to go to the bathroom. You never had to – no one had to teach you that. You figure that out on your own, right? I'm so crazy about – I'm so crazy about sounds that I bring a pair of cymbals with me. And, like, if I have to go – if I have to go to anyone else's house, yeah, I'm just like – as soon as I feel one coming, I just start bang, bang. I'm like that uh, – like when Bugs Bunny would be the one-man band. Right. Like have a, like a big kick drum attached to his belly plus like a horn and stepping on instruments. That's just so funny that I wrote down almost the exact same conversation about fans and about the sounds coming out of bathrooms. Don't care Very for weird. those one bit. Simpatico. Don't care for those one bit. What else? How was your week? Um, it was pretty uneventful, man. Like, as you know, going, uh, my stuff's all moved in. So I've pretty much told my wife, like I did my part, you know, I'm not helping anymore. I'll carry the boxes up to the rooms at best. When, what I mean by that is I'll tell my son to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I will just sit there and complain why she hasn't gotten <laughs> to unloading each box every day. I'm like, are you going to get this done today? Are you going to get that done today? I spent four hours staring at this box. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't open it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hurried up and got my stuff done right away. And, you know, I did the old, my wife like folded all of her stuff, put it in bins, you know, nice and neat. So when it came over, it could be put into drawers. I basically threw all my stuff into lawn leaf garbage bags, brought it over here and, uh, folded it here and put it away. And my, my method worked a heck of a lot faster. Yeah. It's less organized. I literally just took everything, wadded it up, threw it in a lawn leaf bag, threw it over my shoulder, like. Uh, ben Porno Seed or whatever you call yourself and yeah. uh, and, and brought Porno it over. Claus. <laughs> Porno Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? That was that was a, one of the greatest concepts to come out of this podcast. And I'm really ashamed of our listenership for not stepping up and, and, and commenting more I am on too. That. I felt like I... <laughs> I thought that was going to go somewhere. I felt like we really reinvented the wheel with this idea. Santos did suggest like a 5K style, but he doesn't think anyone's going to do that. So we're going to do like a 0.5K or maybe like a point two five k, but it's gonna involve like like everybody gets a numbered bib, and uh, instead of you know instead of people handing out Gatorades and whatnot, you run by the table and they give you like an old copy of like <laughs> a cherry. Yeah, like uh, Debbie does whatever. And you, it's got to be kind of old and kind of vintage, and you grab that in like those bushes and right. or even, yes, there is <laughs> or even you know or even step it up like you know how um, 
You know how like when the when the quarterbacks have like their their skills competition, they have those mm. tires and they move tires. And they have to chuck spirals through, and the furthest one is twenty yards, and and that's more points and thirty yards. And well, we would do that, but with DVD cases, you have to flick them like a ninja star, mm. and like run by. And if you get it, you know, if you get it through a tire or uh, or or maybe like a cutout of like a thirteen year old with their hands up in the air. Like you throw it in the basket, like here, <laughs> like, you, like, it. like here you go, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hit him right in the bread basket with a yeah. It would be like a skills with a laser disc, of, and we would sponsor, it and everybody would have a bib uh, or the safety pin number. The smart peddlers would play. Yeah, yeah, we would get uh, ICP. We would get people from the Hudson gas station in Hessville <laughs> that I used to get it from five nine nine plus tax, no refunds. Uh, we would have them come and just as sort of like a lifetime achievement. <laughs> There you like, go. I'd be like, this is the guy. Where are they now? Oh, it's still there. Oh, they are? Is yeah. it the same people, you think? Yeah, but I don't think they sell smut anymore. Now it's like a convenience well, why, store. Why, yeah, it's mainstream. There's no point. I get, yeah. Now they sell like... like you Home can, and garden. Like, like you grind up your marijuana. <laughs> yeah, right. It and, uh, your, your dabs and your... Um, they still little little, your little, little roses inside glass uh, <laughs> little cases. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're upstanding. To place. give to your lady to smoke crack with. Yeah, my dad used to be like, "Hey, run down and get a couple two liters. Like, I'll buy you fly." <laughs> and if I do that a couple times to keep the change, if I, he does. The guy's like, "You're 13," and I would look at him and be like, "I'm 18." And he'd be like, "All right, which one you want?" And then he'd bring the box up. <laughs> he'd, he would bring the box up and like, it'd be like huh? he'd go, "Which huh? one?" And I was so like, "Like, oh my god, he's really gonna do it." That I would just point and be like, "That's the one." I don't even know what it is. Like it could have been like the worst. It was like all, like all, all dude. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh crap! Like he hits the box, like the magic trick, and, he, and one rises up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like when or he does with, the Indian the like, song, <laughs> snake. <laughs> yeah, the little uh, and then like all of a sudden, not because it's a grocery store on the corner. Just all of a sudden, know, like barely legal, just I just, get out of this. just just comes up. No, because everybody <laughs> uh, charms snakes. That's a normal thing. But yeah. I was really uh, a little let down as well. When I came with that DI, I said, oh, this is good. I said, this is good giving back to the world. And uh, Those are, Yeah, I, I thought more people would jump on it. And I still implore you, hey, if you haven't and you had some thoughts about it, still, you could jump on it. I got a lot of comments that say, hey, that was funny. But I'm like, yeah, but, but I'm asking. Like, Am I we know it's funny. That's well, why we talked about well, it. Well, I'm saying. <laughs> Not necessarily. It would be like, uh, I, was, I was trying to say, like, am I a bad person for this? And so far... <laughs> A couple of people were like, "They like you too like, much to tell you the truth." Let's start a five k where we throw porn. I think I think you might be worse than me. Yeah, though. right. I think you're a worse guy than me. So, so I was happened? listening. I was listening to uh, uh, Corolla at some point this weekend. Every now and then, I'll go back and I'll be like, "Let me see if anything's changed and I'm back in." Yeah, I'm not. But I will say uh, one thing I thought was funny because I was I'm going through the same situation. Is they were talking about in one of his last like three or four episodes. Um, Moving into a new neighborhood and your expectations, I don't know if you heard it or not, or what's the expectation on you? What's the expectation on your neighbors? So, for example, if you, this is sort of what he was talking about, but I'm going to take it a step further. You move into a new neighborhood where it's an established neighborhood. People have been living there for many years. You buy a house that's a pre-existing house. Mm. Is it your responsibility to reach out? And introduce yourself to the neighbors, or is it their responsibility to reach out and welcome you? Theirs. You think so? Yep. I think that you should be cordial, and if they come by, introduce yourself and all that. But no, because you have a new person in your area, and your a new kid comes in your class, and you say, "Hey, man, where are you from?" Yada yada. 
animalistically, wouldn't you think that the neighbors are going to be like, I need to find out about this guy. Yeah. Gonna get, they, you know, they're going to well, wait for you to come. You come to say something nice and introduce them, but what you're really doing is being like, what's up with this guy? Like, hey, what do you do for a living? Is, yeah, yeah. is he an addict? Right. Like, are his kids gangbangers? Like, you want to yeah. find that out right away. Right. Right. So now flip it around what's to where you, look like? <laughs> where you move into a... Uh, a neighborhood that's being developed all at one time, and everybody's like within two, three months of each other. There was nothing here There's before. No it was a farm field. You have to start it yourself. So well. whose responsibility is? If you've been here two months, is that still fall on you? Nah. When the guy comes in two months later, what culture are you going to impart upon them? There is none. Right. I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. Like you so, can't be like, hey, this is how we do it around here. Right. Around I don't here, know though. Do like if you because you don't know how. It's if done. you're numero uno though, you could set the pace and be like, I know I'm the only guy here, but so far this is the way we're doing things in the neighborhood. Yeah. Pass it down. You'd have to Pass be. You'd down. have to be a real extrovert. You know, what <laughs> I mean? you're like, listen, I got in here in April. I know it's May, but we've got a few a few guidelines well, have been established. One of the things that I like, do, I pee in my backyard. I want you to know that. <laughs> And I don't and I have think, a, unfortunately I don't have a fence yet, so that could be a problem. I think like uh, that's a tradition I'd like to start that includes just me and you guys shouldn't do it. <laughs> but I'm going to. But if you'd like to watch, I'm fine with that. What I'm just telling you. In fact, I'd encourage you. Just telling you I pee outside. Uh, <laughs> so one of the things that I do to relax, <laughs> oddly enough, <laughs> there you go. You can't. You it came back to you. Um, is I bake a uh, a, pa- a Jewish pastry called uh, Mendel bread. Delicious. It's like a, it's like a biscotti, but it, it's like hard on the outside. You know what biscotti is. Mm-hmm. So this is it's hard on the outside, but Didn't it's I soft re- on the inside. I think I gave you some before. Can I tell you about my dream to open up a, a coffee shop? And I would name all just the, Jewish pastries. I would name all the uh, I would theme all the pastries after NBA players. Biscotti Pippen was the okay. only one I've come up with <laughs> yeah, so far. No, but like, I'm still I'm glad I, I'm glad I got that out there for I'm you. Still working on the others. So uh, I made I made one two I made four loaves or okay. four. Three loaves. So each e- Jewish pastry. Each yeah, each recipe is makes three loaves. Is it delicious? It's delicious. I'll is give it? you some before you leave. Okay. So this basically it has um, like shaved almonds in it and uh, chocolate chips. The, this batch. Ooh, la, la. So I pride myself on this. And you you know you eat it with your coffee in the morning. So I thought, hey, that's a nice thing. Who doesn't drink coffee? Uh, so I took a zip a, a gallon Ziploc bag. So I put three loaves for my neighbor over here, three loaves for my neighbor over there, and three loaves for my neighbor you over here. Three? Well, they're like, it's almost like a, uh, like a baguette cut. You know, three baguettes, like uh, foot long, foot long baguettes cut. So it's it's uh, it's still a lot. I would have been stingy. I would get like you get a baguette. <laughs> but uh, so as I'm making it, I'm wow. gonna surprise my neighbors, right? My wife's at work. I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna surprise my neighbors. I'm trying to trash you online. Here you are doing stuff like this. And and the neighbor kid comes over to uh, knocks, sees me in the driveway and says, uh, hey, um, would you like some homemade donut holes my mom made? And I'm like, eh, yeah, I guess. And she brings me a plate of like 20 homemade, I mean, hot, fresh out of the oven donut holes. Mm. Dude, they were amazing. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, I, I'm actually in the process of making some stuff for your mom. Let her know I'm going to bring something over when it's done. Oh, my mom will love it. She's a pastry chef. I almost just took my whole plate and just threw it right in the garbage. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? So I went over there and gave it to the husband thinking, you know, hey, here you go. Um, enjoy it, blah, blah, trying to get away. She popped out the door. Hey, do you like the donut holes? Oh, they were great. I go, well, what do you have? Uh, I, you know, I, there's, you know, it's not Antamins. I mean, I made it, but I mean, and this is what I said to her. Uh, it's a Jewish pastry. We really don't do much when in the cooking area. It's probably not that good. You're supposed to have it with your coffee. You could throw it away. I mean, you'd probably just throw it. If you want, you could just give it back. Matter of fact, where's your garbage? You've made those donuts. 
Dude, I was so ashamed at my bread. And it's good. I made these in the shape of your garbage can. Just put them right in there. So then she was like, she did the thing. She's like, no, I'm sure they're fine. I'm like, I'm sure they're not. You're a pastry chef. You know what uh, I mean? Like, it's, it's insulting yeah. to her, in yeah. my opinion, yeah. for me to make something. And that's what she does professionally. And then because yeah. I, I told the little girl beforehand, jokingly, I said, well, have your mom, you know, I'm sure your mom will uh, try these and they'll blow her, you know, knock her socks off. Yeah. And then when I was really confronted with her, I was like, these suck. They're terrible. Don't eat them. That's like you bake some ribs and you drop them off at your neighbor's. You got a $1,600 smoker. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like cooking it like one of those little sous vide machines like my buddy has. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh, um. Looks looks good. Like, yeah. a, what are you using propane? I got the the briquettes and the uh, you know the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we we have a, a a brick oven for what, what do they call it for like for pizza? pizza? Yeah. yeah, we have a brick oven in the backyard. We do pizza. Ooh, you guys brought tostinos. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks what are these? Uh, Clan- I like to fold those like a taco. And the Clancy ship chips from Aldi's. <laughs> I brought Clancy's chips to my uncle's house. He's like, hey, uh, it was for the last major holidays. Like you know, you guys are on chips. You guys are on pop. So I come in with bags of Clancy's chips, and that's I had to hear dude, about it for the next. That's JV. That's JV. I had to hear. Oh, he was pissed. He's like, "Really, dude? Clancy's chips?" I go, "They're the same. They just have a different. No, they're not the same. They're Clancy's. Lay's or J's are acceptable. The no Clancy's. That aren't close. Clancy's is. Have you had Clancy's? Yes, I they're... got them from a gas station. I think. No, I eat Aldi. That's like the Aldi. Oh, it's the Aldi brand. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're good. You know what? Clancy's is something you stock in your your cabinet. You yeah. Don't, you don't bring Clancy's to a party. I guess. That's like guess. declaring like, hey, I wanted to come to your party and shave off a few dollars <laughs> <laughs> at the same but, time. But, but I didn't make a special stop at Aldi. If, you know what I mean? If I, if I ate Lay's but I came to your party and brought Clancy's. That's like, remember I told you my father-in-law early on, he says, oh, why don't you go downstairs and grab yourself a beer out of his fridge? I came up with a Sierra Nevada. He's like, no, I meant you could have the high life. If you want no, the hit, he did you could give deal? me the Sierra Nevada. Yeah, he goes, go ahead and I'll, I'll take the Sierra Nevada. You already brought it up. Give me a high life, dude. No, dude. Yeah, you didn't say like, no, I'm gonna. No, I was just like, I want, I don't want any beer. Then I'd rather not. I'd rather not. He didn't say, no, out. I'm just kidding. You no, he wasn't kidding. Because somebody had bought, like, bought him like a 24 pack. Not even that. Good. Yeah, no. But, but back then, this was 15 years ago. So I mean, back then, Sierra Nevada was like on the cusp of being the first. No, Microbrew. We live. First of all, we live right by Three Floyds. Okay. Second of all, you don't say you can't have good beer. You know what I do? <laughs> he I, did. I hide my good beer from my father-in-law if I have to. <laughs> like I just bought some uh, uh, Backwoods Bastard from Founders. It's not like not like a, like a fine bottle. It's no Sierra Nevada. Not a, not a fine bottle of wine, but it's like I think it's like fifteen bucks for a four pack, right? Uh, it's like it's not going to break the bank, but if I know he's going to drink it, like while he eats something and talks to people, and not really notice. Right. So you like, want him to swizzle it around I, in his I mouth. Put it, I put it way behind, like, the 64s and, like, all that other stuff, just in case. Now, if he says, hey, do you have any good beer? I will then, sure. But, like, if you don't care, you know, yeah. So when you when you brought the pastry over, was there any weirdness, like, oh, I should give this to the husband, not the wife? No, he was the first person I saw, and I was thankful because I'm like, I don't want to have to give this to her and then do what I did. But what it, if it, you give his wife pastries? You're sort of circumventing, like, some sort of manhood uh, protocol like hey you should really talk to me before you talk to my wife like it doesn't exist you know I mean? anymore man like it just doesn't exist like, anymore. like a lightened sharia law but like like watered down well i could tell you i went to um you know the way i like it. i'm gonna pivot off but i'll be ba- yeah i'll pivot <laughs> i'm gonna pivot off but, but it's still on the, on the same point i went to this thing uh my daughter's school called family fun night and it was basically like like a dance and a pumpkin you could pumpkin uh, uh decorate 
dance. They had like a, this animal show and a bunch of other stuff. Just but festivities. It was, yeah, and, and you could get treats or whatnot. But it was supposed to be for the whole family to come out and do. Yeah, there's no way of doing that quiet. Uh, it's basically for the whole family to come out and just have a fun night or whatever. And while I'm there, in the you know, parents are spo- encouraged to dress up in Halloween stuff, and I, that's not happening. I left my wife and my son at home so they could continue un- unpacking the house, and I took my daughter. And my daughter was dressed up, and I was not. And I saw a bunch of dads that were dressed up in costumes, and I made a comment to another dad who I know. I go, oh, my God, can you believe these dads? Like, some of these dads were, like, all out, like, ridiculous C2E2 level costumes. He was like, dude, I'm dressed up like the dad from Modern Family. Thanks a lot for noticing. And, and I go, oh, man. I always I always throw back to this where I go, oh, man, could you imagine our dads? My dad would have never done this. Right. And this guy turned to me and goes, hey, it's 2017, man. That's just how it is now. You, yeah, gotta, you say that when you're the time. You say that as a joke. <laughs> like, I said it all the time, like, as a joke. Hey, you can't judge. It's 2017. But, you know, I'm no, kidding. no, he was this here. But, I, but I'm judging while I say it. I was, like, I was... There's no way in hell because my daughter's like, come out and dance with me and my, my teacher and my class. I'm like, it's not happening. I don't care how many of your heart's broken. Oh, I, 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 I took I, my daughter yeah. to the daddy-daughter dance where there's other dads who are reluctantly dancing with their mm. daughters yeah. long enough to where their daughters see their friends and then dismiss you anyway. Mm. But the, the whole idea of you know me going out there and dancing uh, with other dads it's, it's, and, and the teachers, it's very odd to me. Uh, yeah, I and don't the know. music That's was tough. like Snoop Dogg. It was like like hip hop, like nineties hip hop, which it was like I, push I think Pusha T. It was a little more uh, advanced Wait, what kind, than what I kind thought. Of was it? Well, I, like like nineties hip hop, like like uh, man, like Illmatic. That sounds great. I don't know what that is. Nas. I wasn't gangster rap or like any like deep hip hop like, like that. Reasonable doubt. That sounds great. It was like uh, like Jay Z uh, and uh, what's that? New York uh, State of Mind or something like that. Like like big, like big puns playing, and you're out there like yeah. I'm still I'm not following, but oh, you know what? You, you see like push it real good. Yeah, salt push, and pepper yeah, like that. You know, kind of not that, but like that. And yeah. I thought this is a little advanced. I thought they do the hokey pokey and, what about, and like, such, Diamond but no, Girl? they were. They like were uh, they were getting down music. to uh, Jamiroquai, and uh, okay. and then they had a little PM Dawn in there, you know. Oh, PM Dawn! <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe I a like little, that. maybe slowed it down with a little kiss from a rose. Oh, that's awesome. But but it, but it was stuff that I would just have heard at a dance in high school. Not just, my daughter shouldn't have been listening to. It was to just it. the Batman Forever soundtrack <laughs> yeah, straight through, right, like right. even like the symphony parts. Like this is weird. Uh, so, uh, I. But I, I mean, so you're there. Normally, I'm willing to jump on the sword. When it comes to my kids, yeah, part, as far as uh, <laughs> hey, hey, no, I'm normally I like to lean back into the sword. I was going to say I met some guys that knew you in high school, and they they had that same sentiment. They were like, "You sit on swords, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I was a sword swallower. Uh, <laughs> so, but normally, like, I'm willing to do whatever for my kids. I don't mind oh, okay. being embarrassed uh, for them. But it's not about. It, this wasn't about acting goofy and everybody acting goofy. They were people were going hard at the dance. It wasn't like. You know what I mean? Like, like dads were like dancing, like legit attempting to dance. Like it was, a, yeah, it was, it was it's, too it's, much. Dude. It's got to be like overjoyous, right? Or, or, or like you're holding your daughter's hands and you're you yeah. don't break you you the whole time you have both hands in your hands. Yeah, like and I go I go to the Red Mango in, in Highland all the time on the boulevard, and uh, there was. Is some girls there that started referring to me as the dancing dad. I guess oh I found this later. Well, God. I would be there with my kid, and they would like they you, you're they're getting yogurt, and they they bump this pop music. My daughter would start dancing, so I'd mess around with her a little bit. Hey, I'm out having yogurt. It's a good time. Everybody's happy. But it's like I said, that's like a joyous. Like, 
It's like we weren't like, hey, everyone stand by and watch. It was right. sort of like in line. You didn't do the move where you like pushed your arms up and backed the crowd up? Well, I brought my own cardboard and I set it down. <laughs> I did do that uh, so I could break dance properly. But no, I mean like – but that was like an organic just like it just happens. When it's like you're here for that reason, that's when I shell up. Like it's a dance. Get down. Well – I, I'd rather do it in the line at the, uh, the convenience store. This, this whole experience and what you were talking about, this this guy code thing, made me really think that night about we, me, uh, is are the last generation of near men. And it, we'll never return to what it was. You'll never go back to the era of John Wayne. You'll never go back to the, right. the, Charles, Brans, the Charles Bronsons and the, you know, Steven Seagal's of the world and in yeah. the, in the, um, the uh, a team and all that good stuff, because I think that nowadays being a man is a reflection of what you see at home and what you grew up with, but also, you know, what's happening in the workplace and your peers and what's happening on television. Because like I've always said, when I was growing up, if all you ever saw on television was Hunter and Hill street blues, and you saw a man was this one thing. And nowadays on TV, man, it's a cornucopia. And then you go to work and everybody's talking about how, you know, everybody's wearing cardigans and uh, beards Ugh. and beanies all year round yeah. and tight jeans and all this. It's like you could just – that is – it's destroyed. It's you in, in 10 years from now, people will go back and they will watch Death Wish and they'll be like, this is such a, a caricature of, of of something that was, that was like so uh, – what do you call it? Um, fantasy about what a man should be yeah but they yeah, won't yeah. realize that that's what a man used to be we th- like a dinosaur it'll be like oh well i mean people say that's what it was but was there anybody really there to look, see that that's how it was look at him being all quiet and stoic it's like yeah, right that's what <laughs> that was that character screaming please don't stop doing this so you're telling me that that guy is pulling his friend who's just a torso out of a foxhole and not a tear is being shed as he ducks yeah. through gunfire i don't sure. believe it Sure, right. sure. So yeah. these guys stormed the beach at Normandy? Yeah. Mm, okay. Let me get it right. John McClane walked <laughs> on glass with his bare feet? Are, are you serious? There was, there was no antiseptic? There was no, Wasn't there Crocs then? Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> are you telling me he didn't have foldable slippers he could have put on? And oh my God, oh my God. Wearing a white tank top? How, but, how how dated is that? But think about when you look. Okay, a perfect example of this is if you watch uh, <laughs> Shawshank, and yeah. you, you, you yeah. what's the, what's the guy, the old guy that gets out and hangs himself? Is it bird um, or something. Whatever his name is, someone's going to be yelling it He's, at the radio. Yeah. But so he gets out and he realizes, like, hey, life has changed. A car comes out in the street. He's like, oh my god, a car! And uh, they're honking and they're like, hey, get out of the way, old man. He's bagging groceries and people are like, come on, time is money and all this stuff, and he can't handle it. Yeah. But the Brooks. But the guy, Brooks. as he comes out of jail, he gets the clothes that he went into jail with. He's in a shirt and tie every day, or suit and tie every day. You'll still see some of those guys around, like the real yes. old guys who still dress to the nines just yeah. to go out and sit at a coffee shop. Oh, yeah. But you, we look at that and we're like, man, that's just a, a, a throwback to yesteryear. Those dudes, they're really on their last leg. Like, that's just not going to be yeah. going on anymore. And, yeah. But then you have the hipster era people who, are, who dress like that as a kitschy thing to do. But they're not going to stay with that. Sometimes they wear their super tight superhero T-shirts too. They don't Sometimes. strictly stick with the suit and tie and, and right. the Tam hat. Right. But my point is, like you were talking about Die Hard, at some point our children's children are going to look at that and go like, 
Yeah, there really wasn't people like that. There wasn't really people like we look back at Jimmy Stewart waving it, goodbye movie house, and you know, yeah, and we're yeah. like, yeah, okay, people really like that. Yeah, people <laughs> right, were right, right. corny dudes like that back, you know, at yeah. a certain point. Yeah, they're gonna see like just just common, uh, maybe even courtesy things that people would do, and they're like, Psh. but I mean, yeah, think, think about Miami Vice. What we didn't know as kids or as people back then, we thought, oh, well, these guys are like. They're police officers who work for Miami PD. They're undercover narcotics guys who they get to drive Ferraris and, and uh, Lamborghinis and Porsches and all this great stuff. And they wear the coolest clothes and they don't have to shave for work. And uh, they don't really answer to anybody except for a core group of people. And they get to shoot drug dealers and they don't have to do any paperwork about mm-hmm. it, man. And they get on like cigarette boats and they got hot chicks and yeah. they wear suits that where they roll up the sleeves. And that's what Miami, that's what life of the Miami Police Department Narcotics Division is like. Mm-hmm. And that's all we knew. We didn't number, know any they different. They used a number two guard over their whole beard. <laughs> right. And they just, like, rock it. We didn't know any different. And we were fine with it. We weren't like, hey, you know, that's not right. You know, those guys, uh, that, that's, uh, that's not the image a police officer should be well, putting Well, I watch, I watch Honeymooners, and Ralph's got a job driving a bus. And when he comes home, uh, obviously, uh, Alice gives him sass. You know what I mean? But when he comes home, it's like, yeah, she makes jokes, but, but she still made dinner. Right. It's still there. Right. You know what I mean? So, like... Uh, I look at that and I go like, man, is that – I guess what I'm saying is like I'm doing that for that generation. I go, it's seriously expected for her to make sure like he's home, dinner should be ready, and she would feel bad if it's not. And I'm not saying like, oh, we need to go back to that. That's not what I mean. I just mean like people – like our kids are going to watch Die Hard and they're going to go like, okay, he knows terrorists are in that building. He's really going to run back in there and right. try to kill him. Or, and we're like, yeah, because he's a badass. Or they would watch Honeymooters and go like the balls on this guy to expect that his wife, who's yeah. home all day – Making his bed, folding his underwear, has to now wait hand and foot. And this is not a girl thing. This, all, is a, I just this will be a quote unquote man making the comments this about a guy talking with his hands, going, "I just witnessed an assault, and I'm supposed to be laughing. I'm not in the mood to be laughing." What does he mean by bang zoom? Really? So he's going to slap or hit his wife? Okay, I consider that an act of violence. <laughs> he just That's told a declaration. Her- of he, assault. He basically just hurt her. He just killed her. He <laughs> physically hurt her emotions. And the way that he, doesn't mean something to you. He physically hurt. And her the feelings. way he treats this guy Norton, I don't even know why the guy's his friend. Why would he be his friend? All I, he does is knock him. <laughs> All he does is knock him for having an awesome job in the sewer. I don't get. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But, get it. but I would like to hear. Uh, this would be a character. I don't know, like uh, two thousand. Uh, I guess. I guess you'd be like a millennial pussy man or something. <laughs> like I would like to hear that. I would like to hear that guy give his, like his little take, like trailers. Like you know how they do like honest trailers. You mean like the like how you've never seen these movies and you're commenting them now, seeing them in this. Yeah. Gi- but but having a, a millennial watch that, like uh, the honeymooners, and, millenni- and, and, yeah. and, and giving their idea of what it means to them today in today's society. I want like, millennial pussy bro to weigh in on like. Our our favorite like uh, men uh, men images. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what's because like it has to be like pre Fight Club. Well, me and my wife were watching Cheers. We started watching Cheers when we were living at my mom's house, and uh, my wife's like, "Man, you know, Sam's got an amazing head of hair, and he's just like a that dude's the man. Like, I mean, he's a chick magnet. Really? You know, I mean, he's got it all. He's tall. He's got the huge fun hair. You never know, like to dancing, but." The, you don't need to. The yeah. fact of the matter is, is regardless of his physical appearance, 
the, what he put out into the world and, and the, his, his confidence. He's like, I'm here. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, look at that hair. Yeah. And to her, you remember like there was this you know, many, many years up until maybe like a 20-year span where, where people were disgusted with chest hair, where chest hair was it. Yeah, when is if, that if, coming if, back? if you were Burt Reynolds and you had like the – I mean that dude was – you know, in Playgirl with the the chest hair going, and everybody was like, "Oh." We look talk at that. about like un un. Im- I heard about it. We I talk about it. impossible standards for women with like Victoria's Secret models. They never talk about that for men. They never go like, "Oh, you have to look like this," but by the way, you have no hair on your body. What kind of normal person doesn't well, have hair on? I'll, his body? I'll tell you, one of the best things ever is my father-in-law. No chest hair, no facial hair. Can't have it. Can't what? grow it. And he's like, I, I think the contention is that he has a, a Native American blood, so he's less Ugh. hairy. My brother-in-law can't, I mean, he's got to be, what, 36 now? He cannot grow, he <laughs> grows the worst beard I've ever seen. My, Good. my wife's brother. Good for him. Keep shaving. It, it's awful. I mean, Good. it is bad. It looks like he's from, like, a teenager from Lansing. Like, it's wis- like wispy. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a, a good patch here and a good patch. He's, and, and, he's and, in the Lansing uh, youth group in <laughs> church. And so he... It's funny because I guarantee, just like being bald, not being able to grow facial hair um, when other guys start growing facial hair is a huge deal. Yeah. You know, if like some oh girl God, or I some... Didn't, some I didn't have any facial hair until like yesterday. Some girl or somebody comes up and they're like, oh, do you even shave? It's like, right. you might as well... Oh. I might as well just step on my nose. Yeah. I mean, it's the worst. You might as well say, I just measured it, not impressed. Yeah, right. You might as well say Like, that. you're not a man yet? Or well, I would have that in high school. I was like, always very young looking. I would have that in high school. Like, all the other guys like, had, like, beards. And I was like, yeah, I just I shaved on the way to school today. <laughs> you just take a razor and cut yourself to make it look like you got her shaved. I put some milk on it, let the cat lick it off. I was fine. But but if you, that's why, I remember my dad saying, or the old adage is, if you start shaving too soon, then you'll have to shave forever. So don't, yeah. you know, wait. So yeah. then, but every boy attempts to start shaving sooner than later yeah. because they want it. They want yeah. to have to shave. Hey, trust me. Once hey, you listen, start, I need to shave. So it would, you know, once you start, you'll wish you hadn't. And so you're like in there scraping your face. Well, that's why me and my wife always laugh. Cause you know, even <laughs> now at 12, my son has friends that are 12, 13 years old that have like, you know, are starting to get facial hair. And it's it's funny because so you'll see these boys. Well, they they don't know any better to know how bad it looks. No, they so, think it rules, right? So yeah. they're like, "I'm going to let this thing fly, see where it takes me." You know, and they have the work. <laughs> and we've told we've told our son like, "You won't. You're not having the preteen mustache. If it comes no. in, you're getting rid of it. it like, it, it will hold you down. It's, it. Yeah, it's not happening. Good. It's the worst look no, that's ever. Good parenting. Yeah, it's that the worst look ever." It's like that, like, look, like, hey, ladies, check out these four hairs. <laughs> but but you, you were 100% right when you say, like, you know, there's all this, like, uh, um, you know, magnifying glass on, on these standards we put on women. But, I mean, it's – it's the, or where you go, like, oh, well, you know, she doesn't want to go here. She's been shamed or she she's going to feel bad about herself. And guys feel – about odd stuff, too. Like, who yeah. would even think – out there that's a woman that like a guy is upset that he's not shaving yet or you know that he, they don't consider it yeah, the struggle right. is real right. they don't even consider it i got lucky i was shaving since i was nine so since you started right away well, yeah. that's good. My, since my bar mitzvah i just told everybody i don't want i was like <laughs> why do you think i why do you think i rail against beard so bad every night i prayed that this beard would go away my my hatred for beard started when i was 11 i was like just in case people start hitting puberty soon <laughs> fuck beards dude <laughs> Like right away, right away. So yeah, but but I was I was saying, do you think would it like uh, originally back to your your Jewish pastries? Uh, what if you brought it to your neighbor's house? Now you haven't met the man of the house, and again, I know this is not Sharia law, but like you haven't met the man of the house, and you're 
you're you're talking to his wife. You're bringing her pastries. I mean, they were in a they, they were in a, 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 a one gallon Ziploc bag from Aldi. So, but I wasn't like think, I wasn't staking my claim or, or peeing on the guy's yeah. lawn. Well, they were shaped like a dick and balls. <laughs> but, but no, but I mean, like if if okay, I guess here's what I'm saying is if he's not there, then you're doing this thing, and maybe he's gonna look at you kind of like effeminate. Like oh I guess you oh you, well, I guess you, you didn't mean like I like I was over there well, like you know. it depends on which side of the, the pendulum swings but like one side could be oh I guess you and I haven't met yet but I guess you and my wife are uh, pastry buddies so you bake bread then yeah you guys have swapped um, recipes or whatever <laughs> yeah super cool uh, can't wait till the next cookout bro see you later and you know what and, and this is what I'll say about that I, I am bring, secure bring I'm secure in my manhood that I can make bread because I feel like. When this you taste this bread is a game changer, and you go, "That's a manly bread." But well, maybe. But then, if it doesn't go that way, where he thinks less of you, then it goes the other way of like, "Hey, you, no, 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 look, you, you look, and my look, wife look, are look, 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 like look, pen pals, and you guys did you ever together. see? Uh, she makes donuts. You're making baguettes. I did, see what's going did, on. Did you here. ever see Donnie Brasco? Yes. You remember when Al Pacino was making the veal, and uh, he was in the kitchen with Donnie. It was like on Christmas. And he was like, yeah, a actually, pinch, yeah. a punch of salt, a pinch of salt, whatever. I was making a traditional treat of my people. So <laughs> if I was making scones, I could say the guy'd be like, I don't, you just, you just make traditional treats of other, other people's peoples. Mm. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But because I was making something traditional to my culture, yeah. I feel that's not, it cannot be construed as a feminine. He's like, you just made pastelillos for no reason and dropped <laughs> you're, them off? Like, what are you, Puerto dude, Rican? Dude, you're not Italian. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not, not Puerto Rican or yeah. you're not Mexican or whatever. Yeah, tostones. Yeah. I just made them. Right. What the fuck? That's, a, that's a little strange. But yeah. I feel like uh, because it was a food of my people, like, I get a pass on that. <laughs> yeah. No? No, I mean, if you, if you didn't write like, like uh, you know, bread for the sex pot on the, on the like where they put the name on the bags <laughs> right. or whatever. As long as you didn't put anything weird like that. No, of course I don't not. know. I just that's how I think. I get all up in my head. I'm like, well, I should meet the dude first. And be like, bro, I hate pastries. First of all, unless you like them. Well, I did. Uh, then they're uh, cool. <laughs> I squatted all the way over there. I did some long, uh, some some oh, deep okay. squats all the way from my driveway to his. So yeah. he knew I wasn't playing. That's good. That's good. Well, I don't know if that would help you. Then I had to lay on the couch for the next two days. <laughs> <laughs> like I just brought these. Uh... I actually, it's funny. After I did all the physical moving of my furniture, I thought to myself, "Why? Well, might as well start working out now because I've I've literally blown my legs out. Like for the you know because when you first start working out and you do squats the first time, oh, it's it's, it's the worst. Everyone so, knows leg day is the worst. Yeah, it is the worst. It's That's awful. why nobody does it. That's why you see guys with the V upper body and right. the, like you know the tiny little legs. It, dude, it's the yeah. Legs is, is is the worst. Legs are the only thing where you can feel that burn without working out. Like you go upstairs and you go, oh man, I feel like that acid buildup in my mm-hmm. thighs. This is awful. That doesn't happen with any other muscle. You just feel like yoked and awesome. Yoked, yoked, bro. The guys, are yoked. Ugh, let's not go back to that. I still don't have cable. I just wanted you to know. How are you surviving? I, I don't know, man. Day by day. Can I touch on a? a you can. Can I get on a, a touchy subject? No, there was. <laughs> that was, uh, I might have to cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> with, that was beer coming back. Hold on. Go ahead. You ever have a half a beer and then have it come up? Um, this, this, I wrote this down and I thought long and hard about it because I said there's like four or five people that that still listen to the show that are fans of me, and I might get rid of them now. <laughs> um, fundraisers. Okay, is that still recording? I got yeah. weird. No. There's a super weird echo, no? Yeah, because I went, but it's recording. Okay. Um, fundraisers. When I used to have fundraisers, no, I got an echo, man, for sure. Like, there's like, it's doubling back. It's not on mine. That's weird. 
Check, check, check. That's better. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that was. When I was a kid, um, I only remember participating in a handful of actual fundraisers. But when we did, I remember my dad, who was not a salesman, but he was <clears throat> did have a gilded tongue of sorts. He was a charmer. He was able to speak. He taught me uh, this sales pitch. I would walk up. There once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> no, he, no, it started off with, um, my mom has cancer. No, <laughs> no, but I would, I would walk up to the house and I would say my name and I would say, hey, I'm trying to raise money for X. Um, if I get X amount, I can do it. My goal is this. Uh, these are delicious treats. I was just wondering if you'd be willing to do it. It's for a good cause. Thank you for your time either way. And it literally took me like a minute. So before they could speak, it was like talking to you. Like before you could speak, you have to wait five minutes. Right. So it was like that. Um, and we would go door to door. And I remember busting my butt. And we did – it was like trick-or-treating. We did every damn house, you know, for uh, many, many blocks. And uh, I was somewhere in the middle to the bottom of the pack. So, like, I worked really, really, really hard. As a matter of fact, I went to one house and I remember going, hey, my name is this, is and I was going through this spiel. And the guy was like, uh, no, no, thank you. I already bought some. And I go, it's for a really good cause. And he goes, ah, uh, you know what? I don't really eat, like, uh, I don't really, I don't really buy, like, candy around the holidays. I'm not a big kid. And I go, and, and if you could help me, it'd be great. And I just kept going because my dad told me, just finish, just finish. And at the end, the guy goes, I don't want any of that stuff. He goes, but with that kind of sales pitch, all right, I'll take one. And I mean, it was like a running joke for a long time. Anyway, I'm telling the story because after all my hard work, I remember I never was even in the top, like, 20 to get any of the really cool prizes. Because what would inevitably happen was somebody would just take their box of candy bars or whatever, and their dad would take them to the steel mill with them. And he would throw them in the break room, and he'd go, eh, it's for my kid. And so they would always go, like, eh, I got overtime. I'll take 20 of them. And they would all just have their dad sell all their shit, right. and then they would be the top sellers. And my, I remember my dad used to always talk crap about him. Like, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. It's not cool. It's not cool. And, I used to, and so I was like, yeah, it's not cool. Uh, and so I see that happen now, but we've since been degraded a bit, as we spoke on earlier. And I go, I'll buy it. It doesn't matter if their kid has to actually go door to door. That's fine. But it's it's uh, digressed into social media online fundraisers. Now, what will happen was somebody will go, and this is I feel horrible because I'm, I, people that I respect and like are doing it. But I, I see it online, and they go, hey, we got this. My, my kid's selling... Uh, I don't candles or something, right? For for her school project, and she sells some. She'll get and you post it on Facebook and hit me up if you want to buy one. And I immediately see it and I go, it's not nothing against these people, but but I, I, I'm throwing the red challenge flag. <laughs> I'm throwing the challenge flag. You cannot go. It's one thing to have your parents take it to work. Even that, I'm like, but okay. If, you, if look, if your baseball team really needs the money, it's not about your integrity. It's not about your character and your moral fiber. It's more about just making dollars. I, okay, fine. Posting it online, it's the it's the the grit salesman equivalent of railing against the president, but not doing anything. You're just going like 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 it it required like the kid didn't even part, do anything. It didn't participate. The trick is you're supposed to go out there and drum up some money, and by the way, earn some character by showing like you're supposed to show that your hard work pays off. So if your parents just go on Twitter or whatever or Snapchat and they go, hey, my kid's selling candy bars, hit me up. Well, I can tell you, like, for baseball, for example, in this community, um, they used to you used to get boxes of candy. And if you sold those, that would, that would – like, say it was $300 for you to have your kid play baseball. They would, they would charge you 
250 and then give you a, a, a 50 candy bars. And they'd say, well, you could sell these candy bars and give and make the 50 back. Or if you don't sell the candy bar, you know what I mean? So they, or they would yeah. give you, they would give you, it would cost 300 and they would give you $50 worth of candy bars for that. So you could technically go back and make that. So it'd be 250 rather than 300. In that case, I could see the, you taking them to work because it's about, you're the one spending the money. It's your money. Well, again, if you're going to make X amount of dollars, I, I kind of get it. But, but if it's a fundraiser for your kid to get something from like the top seller, like Cub Scouts does, you need to be doing it yourself. You know what I mean? Like in Cub Scouts, if you're the top seller, you might get a Nintendo DS. See that, and that situation, the whole point is that the kid is out there working his ass off to get it. That's not fair if your parents do that then, or they use like uh, like in Real Genius. You know, you come up with some kind of computer that does like makes a million uh, raffle entries, and it cheats the system. If I'd seen that, I go, yeah, yeah, for sure. I told you to see it. I know, and I have a couple I need to see, and they're in the queue, but. You're hitting the nail on the head when you say like there's there's a, a prize or or a thing at the end. That's what was killing me is I was like if it's just like hey, listen, the baseball team needs money, the school needs money, which by the way apparently they do every oh, yeah. four weeks. I yeah. had no idea, but something needs money. Um, okay, fine. First of all, I'm the kind of person that would rather go like, look, can we just donate fifty bucks? And I'll go, yeah, I'd rather do that than fill out ten forms and have my son do. I'd rather just it's the same thing as like when they go. 15% is going to get donated to a good cause. I go, how about I just give it to you and you give it 100% of it? Right. Because I don't want to go – I don't know if I want to go to Five Guys and, and, and spend $100 at Five Guys. I'd rather just give you 40 Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. But the thing with the, the prizes that was making me nuts is the top seller gets a prize. Now, if, if there's no prize, who cares? If it's just about making money, that's cool. I, I think the thing with Five Guys or those situations are for the random customer that's going to come in and not – was going to yeah. eat there anyway. Yeah, yeah. They still want you to give the 40. <laughs> if that makes sense to you. No. Yeah. So like if I say, Hey, I'm doing a, a fundraiser for my you know family member that, that is ill. And, uh, um, five guys is going to get 15% of the, of, of each order to that. My family member, if you know me personally, I would rather you give me the 40, the 15% yeah. is for the, the, the average customer who that's was going to be shopping there anyway. Maybe that's, but true. you still need to give the 40. Maybe that's, that's the true. right thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think I'm just so salty because I worked so hard on my sales pitch when I was eight years old, and now I see people just going like, "Hey, if you guys want this, just tweet me or whatever." Let me let me tell you what a great. I, I don't think it's just jealousy. But no, it's, but it's part of it. <laughs> it <could be. laughs> you know, what or the I mean? biggest part of it. Well, I just remember feeling really proud of myself for like I had filled that 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 you know you put like like when Girl Scouts do it or they put how many boxes whatever it was. I remember filling it up a good portion of the way. And be like, dude, I almost filled up a whole sheet going door to door. And I was so proud of myself. And I thought like I learned a lesson. But then I learned an even more valuable lesson when other people brought four sheets in and they didn't even show up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, this is me in 1988 railing against the system. Yeah. I always say it's not the guy that knows how to kiss the most asses. It's the guy that figures out who's got the best ass and kisses the shit out of it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I shouldn't. Maybe shit out of it isn't the right way. Well, but. I was just now I got a visual of kissing shit. But you want to know a guy who kisses ass? It's me. Uh, and on sweetest day, I drove all the way to Valparaiso first Wait, thing in the morning. Day? Uh, Friday or Saturday of last week? Oh shit! Saturday morning. Sweetest I day mean, is for, I mean, sweetest day is for the man anyway. We you did. know that, right? Maybe that's why we didn't celebrate it. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't even know what happened. I dude. wanted. 
I had had Rise and Roll before. If you've never had Rise and Roll, it's the Amish. There was seriously uh, a place. holiday for dudes, and I missed it. Yeah, this is see, this is yeah. this is my, this is how my life goes. So this it's it's supposed to be operations. like the Valentine's Day specifically for men. My wife is out of town. Anyway, so I drove all the way out to Valpo, went east of, of 41, which I, I rarely ever do. But I went all the way to Valpo, uh, downtown Valpo, went to the Rise and Roll Bakery and picked up three boxes of donuts, which cost me $42. Wow. And took two of those boxes back to my wife's, uh, to the hospital where my wife works, and provided all the uh, the nurses there with a sweetest day gift. What are you gift. doing? I thought you said it was for the dudes. I know. But I knew I wasn't going to get anything anyway, so I figured I might as well, you know, someone's got to get something. I don't care for this And one, I wanted that one box of, of the donuts anyway. This is for the guys, and you're, what, what, you know what you're doing is you're shaming all the other guys that were like, no, I'm just waiting for us to go to the movies or whatever. No, I was trying to shame my wife and just saying I I stepped up on even on, on my day. Yeah, and, but what's happening is all the other people she works with, all the other women are going to go, hey, so-and-so's husband brought him flowers. Why didn't you, like, that's terrible. That's you just. Some say this is, you know, you just demolished guy code. Yeah. Bad. Like that was that was bad. I think I did say, hey, you can tell because I know some of their husbands. You could tell so and so. Or hey, what is that? Uh, people on Facebook were saying like, no, Dave's a good guy. Yeah, right. this is garbage. <laughs> garbage. No, I brought my sister-in-law. As I, I see you, I know what's going. As on. I drove past her house, I decided to stop by. I said, I got some extra ones. They're so good. Oh my She God. has to have these. You're bringing. Oh, now you're shaming your brother-in-law too. I gave him one too. Okay. He has no shame, so there is no <laughs> guarantee he did not give too thought any thought to oh, it. Yeah. But anyway, a shameful uh, bite. If you haven't had a rise and roll, it is the greatest thing ever. And there, it's not like you know if you've been to um, Chemshaw, they have like donuts with like Snickers bars attached to them or Oreos jammed in right, them. Or, like, right, so right. they take a, a normal donut and then they glue stuff to it, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they add to it. This is not. It doesn't have that. There's no like novelty thing stuck on top of it, pinned to it, whatever. Um, this is just, I don't know what's in it, but everyone's calling it Amish crack, whatever. Uh, it is the greatest donut you will ever have. And it's, they have a bunch of different variety of flavors. It's not just like... It's um, Amish? Yeah, the Amish make it. Well, so flavors time and a half. The first time I had it was a guy actually uh, that I was uh, in a seminar with brought it from Napanee, Indiana, where it's like a whole Amish area out there. Like Mishawaka? I, it's somewhere in that general area. Over there, so yeah. he he would be like, you got to have this these Amish donuts, and oh my god, man, they're crazy. So so, but they're donuts though. You're, they're you're donuts. calling them rolls. You're confusing me. The place is called Rise and Roll, but they sell donuts. Yeah, well, donuts. You really roll. think these donuts are? They taste better than a regular donut, without a doubt. And in fact, if I could, if if they would have stayed, I would have left you, brought one so you could try it. Just to, hmm. you ever go out to Valpo? Yeah, once in a while. Well. When it's when when it's nice out, because I go to the beach and then I head oh, up. Well, I'm just telling you, it was uh, it was a, a nice rise treat. And roll. I'm rise and you, roll. I'm telling you that they weren't I, cheap. I don't care for your maneuvers. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care for your. Uh, it's almost like you feel like everything I do. There's some there's some reason for doing. <laughs> well, you just got done telling me. Oh yes. Yeah, first of all, I didn't know Sweetie State came and went. Second of all, I you, wanted to let you know you that your wife it, forgot about you again. You to, was, <laughs> just in case you were feeling high on the hog. Oh, dude, I was not. I was not feeling high on the hog. My wife was gone for um, from Wednesday night to Sunday night. I went and got her at midnight on Sunday. So what is it? Th- basically, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's a few days, right? Um, Maybe and- she was with her sweetest. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wetting my eye. Um, 
<laughs> right, right. I, you know, it's kind of thing. I didn't see any pictures of her vacation. That's weird. That's weird. They all have big black bars in the middle of them. Um, no, but she went out of town, so it was me and 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 the kids, and I was full time in it. Now, here was my goal. My goal was go hard at it, kick the most ass that a dad's ever kicked, and then when it's done, tell everyone how easy it was and how it was natural, and you didn't get frustrated at all. And when the wife comes home, have the house be super clean and and, and wonderful, and then be like, "What? This is how this right. is how this is how things look when you're not here. Like this is." The kids were very well behaved all week. Right. Uh, aren't they for you when I'm at work? <laughs> right. Like that was my whole thing was because I I do that as well because I love shame so much. Right. I just wanted to shame, uh, and uh, and it was working out fine until it was like the second night. She opened up the one closet and like everything fell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she went under the bed and like all there was like food. Um, but it was like the second night. I said, okay, uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be like this is gonna be great. I kept saying like let's unplug, let's not have the Netflix on. I don't even know. I play music all the time. But, like, we had music. We went to the store, and I, they, they participated in the grocery shopping, get the food. They didn't want to eat chicken, but regardless, like, I let them help with the grocery list. Like, they were a part of every step. We went to cook. I cut stuff up. I let them throw it in the pot and the pan. I was like, this is, this is going to be a family thing. We're all involved. Uh, and I was like, this is going to be so great, man. This is, like, one of those, one of those, one of those great family moments, you know, like uh, – like just, just everyone's participating, and uh, and there's mu- and this is music playing, and, and and if my wife was here, she'd never want the music because it'd be too loud and distracting. But this is how we get down. This is how my part of the family gets down. We got music, everyone's being loud. Uh, the kids are are participating, and and just as I had the music going, and just as I'm stirring like six pots at once, I I look over and I'm thinking the kids are going to look at me like this is great. We're learning great life lessons. This is awesome. We should cook like this every day. They're over there, like, yelling at each other about who can have the remote to turn the TV on. And they were uh, – I said, just sit there and, like, color while I do this part. And, and, and they're fighting over each crayon. And and I'm trying to listen to – I think it was Nirvana Unplugged. I'm trying to listen to Nirvana Unplugged as it's playing on a Bluetooth speaker. And I'm thinking – in my head, the back of my mind is I'm going to be playing this music and it's going to be ingrained in their head. It's going to be written to the code that is their, their mind. And uh, uh, they're going to get older. And when they hear this song, they're going to – uh, have those, those remember the time they fought over the remote those control. feel good endorphins are going to flush through their body and every time they cook uh, uh, this this meal we're making they're going to remember and, and, and I'm thinking I'm really sowing some 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 seeds of, of moral fabric and and I look over and I can't hear my music they're ruining because they're yelling at each other I look over like and half the stuff I asked them to like cut and chop was on the ground and spilled. Uh, I asked them to set the table and they immediately started fighting about about who gets to do the forks, who gets to do the knives, who gets to put the plates down. Uh, I started going like, all right, all right, look, it doesn't matter who puts the plates down, just 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 put them down. And then my daughter starts crying and then I start yelling at my son for making her cry. And the next thing I know, I go, I think you know what, all this is all, all this is. I really should have just ordered pizza. I should have. I should have. I should have put your stupid My Little Pony soundtrack on because here I'm trying to force. So you started pouting as well. So now there's three big babies. Now we're all crying. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're all being big babies. But it's funny because like I, you have this big idea of like here's in my mind here's how it's going to be. It's going to be great. We're going to kill it. But then real life has a way of just jimming in. And and if I would have just rode the wave and been like like um, let's not force. The good time. Let's mm. just like, uh, you know, maybe maybe I Organ- should just, happen organically. Maybe I should, let, maybe let's all just get lunchables instead. Let's just be realistic. Let's just all get lunchables and watch Roseanne. I mean, TV. think about it. When you were a kid, or you're like, if your parents went out, like my parents went out every Saturday night, 
it wasn't like, you know, hey, they're gone. Let's eat uh, creme brulee. We were eating, we were like, hey, let's have uh, a TV dinner and, and not, and, and then leave it laying on the kitchen or just throw the whole thing in the garbage and be done with it. <laughs> you try to take it to the next level, like, you know, like you were, uh, you know, get all bougie with it. It just didn't work out for I you. just thought that if they participated, they hey, would. Hey, this ain't a Benetton commercial, it. dude. This is real life. No. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And I was like, you know what? I started thinking, I said, and you know what the common, not the common denominator, I'm trying to think of the right word, but the part, I started thinking about, you know what? Like this whole equation, this whole uh, uh, picture that I built up in my head, I go, the only, the only thing that I, that, that, that's ruining it is you guys. <laughs> so I'm, I was sort of thinking like, here's what I really wanted to do, if I'm being honest about it. I wanted to play Nirvana Unplugged. I wanted to cook dinner. I wanted to have a beer. I wanted this music on. I wanted to eat the dinner. I wanted the lights to be just so. I wanted candles going. Well, maybe that's a little gay. But I wanted all this stuff to be happening. And I go, the only thing that ruins it is you guys being right. here. So why don't you guys just go to your playroom, <laughs> let Daddy get smashed and, and make his crockpot fun and just didn't let me have it. Or I wish, yeah, in the best case scenario, they would have went with her to the wedding. Yeah, well, <laughs> it turns out that my, like, my vision of what this awesome uh, time is going to be, really, and to be fair, other than... It all was fine, anyways. After I got done pouting, but like, what I really, what I really was envisioning in my head is just being alone and doing what I wanted to do, mm. which is nice, what it always comes it? back to. I've I've thought every single day this week I was going to stop and get a cigar and smoke a cigar here in the garage, and then I keep thinking, well, it's attached to the house now, and is it going to smell the house if I'm in here? So, mm. in my old house, I could smoke a cigar in the garage and completely carefree and not yeah. worry about it. But now I don't even think I could do that. So, yeah. whatever. Did you end up seeing the movies you were told to watch? Just the moral of the story is never let your kids get in the way of good family time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, no, I did oh. not. I have my bodyguard on DVD. I, I, I acquired a copy of it. Oh, I love it. And um, was it Spies Like Us or The Great Outdoors? You said more. I said it was it was between Spies or uh, The Great Outdoors and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Great Outdoors beats planes, trains versus automobiles. That's what I'm beats hearing. Spies like us. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm. I, this week, I hope I just. Yeah, I haven't. Been and there's another one I throw in. There's Armed and Dangerous, another John Candy and Eugene Levy movie where they become okay. security guards. They're armed security guards. All it's right. a it's a pretty great movie. I'll put that on the back burner. Uh, yeah, I, I had a lot. I would had the kids to myself for half a week, so I didn't have much time. For, by the time I got done with the day. Uh, those are all family movies, though, too. I started pouting about it not being Norman Rockwell, and I just drank myself to sleep. Just so you know, the best part, like like if you're going to watch um, The Great Outdoors, the kids can watch. It's great. I mean, really? I think the kids would like it as well. Because I remember, not that it means anything, but uh, I well, went as a child to the movie mouth. theater. Oh, I don't know. I don't. That's a problem. Do you have any announcements? Do you have any uh, any shows you're playing? Any any places you're going to be where people can find you or see you besides uh, Halloween? I don't know. You know where. what? It's it's almost becoming a thing of like uh, now now it's a battle of 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 uh, of trying to sell it to to the wife. I've been playing. We're almost we're almost every weekend in November. Uh, bah, 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 bah. We're playing Wild Rules Acoustic on November 10th. We are playing an acoustic show at Social 219 on November 17th. And Black Wednesday, we will be full band at Wild Rose. And we have a market gig on the 3rd. And I will have to tweet out the details for that. But, uh, yeah, we're playing just about every week in November. And that's been keeping me busy as well. I'm pretty much going to be here. So Okay. Uh, okay. We'll that's it for me. If, we'll be playing <laughs> if you want to come on out. I have, uh, boy, I got a lot of stuff that's left on the cutting room floor. I got stuff for next week, man. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll go bend heavy next week. No, nah, nobody wants that. And as we promised, this is, uh, you know, two weeks in a row now. So 
you can't complain. And in fact, it's not even going to be a week in between, right? No, I, mean, no. I should turn this around pretty quick. Since well, I'm, last not, I'm not doing on, any work on it. last one came out on Friday. So yeah. All uh, right. Well, that is episode one fifty nine of the Hammer Man podcast, and we will see you later. Later. later.